Hello and what is up? I hope you've all been having a great week. This is Daryl Smart and welcome to the very first episode of my podcast Smart Sports. Well, let's work on that name because I'm still not sold on it yet, so let's talk about that later. This has been a long time coming. For the last 17 months or so, I've been trying to figure out how to get back into covering local sports. It's something I love and it's definitely something I've been missing in a big way. So here we go. Right now, the plan is to have a weekly podcast about local sports in our area. Who knows where the journey is going to take us. If things go well, it could be more. And if not, it'll just be once a week. This is just going to be all about fun, all about covering local sports, telling stories, and and just digging. Most of the time, it'll be an interview or two diving into the local sports scene in ways never done before, just because of this format. For the first time, I don't have a company or an editor to see to, so one thing's for sure. I'll do my best on here to just let it rip and dig into some of the local sports stories a bit deeper than I've ever been able to in the past. In episode one, I thought it would be very fitting to share a story of resilience and that hard work can really get you places. We have Delhi's own Adam Brady on the phone. Adam is currently in Bemidji, Minnesota, getting ready for the upcoming NCAA hockey season. Yes, it is June, folks. And Adam is in Bemidji getting ready for next hockey season. And if you're unfamiliar with Adam's story, it's a great one. And I know a lot of people in the area couldn't be happier for him. And to add to that, the other week, the Bemidji State Beavers just named its leadership group. And for this upcoming season, Adam will be one of two players wearing the C on his jersey. Pretty cool. Hey, Adam, how's it going? Hey, Daryl. Good, how are you? Well, thanks for doing this. I really appreciate it. No problem. Just the just kind of the first thing. Just you got to be pretty excited about wearing that captaincy. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's definitely special. I think uh, any time that you're recognized by the uh, you know your teammates as a leader and uh, someone that they can um, you know look up to for that leadership uh, and advice is pretty special. So mm-hmm. uh, no, it's definitely cool, and I think it's something too with our with our deep tradition and history here at Bemidji uh, State. It's pretty cool to um, you know look on the wall and see all these former captains and former leaders and you know where they are now and all the awesome stuff that they did for the program. So uh, yeah, hopefully that can be the same. What's that mean to you? It's huge. It's uh, it's everything. Um, I think it. Um, you know, being on a being on a team or being part of you know a group, you want to be the best team as you can be, and you want to um, bring as much as to the table as you can and. Uh, for us, it's just doing everything we can to to win. So um, try to have uh, try to have great character and just lead by example. Nice, nice. And uh, just to kind of put things into perspective, just everything, uh, just your journey to this point, it's got to be uh, just that much more special. Like, and again, like back in 2016, you didn't know whether you were going to be playing hockey again, and to kind of come full all the way around and and be able to have this opportunity, it's got to be really cool. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, it's crazy if I uh, sit back and kind of think about it sometimes. It's uh, which it, which is good sometimes to do, but I try to look uh, look forward and look forward to the future. But yeah, I think uh, obviously I've I've overcame quite a quite the ride. I think mm-hmm. um, you know a lot of a lot of um, you know tough battles, whether it's you know getting back to walking again or you know getting back into the gym and then being able to skate and then being great for contact. There's a lot of uh, tiny little steps that had to lead kind of back into the big goal. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was, I think it's something that uh, really tests my character and, um, you know, ultimately how bad I wanted it and how bad or how much I love the game. And, uh, you know, obviously it's been, it's been my life 
ever since I've been probably five or six years old. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to keep playing and I got, um, you know, another crazy thing, obviously, uh, a team, a college team here at Bemidji State, you know, they, they, uh, they took a, a chance on me and offered me a scholarship and, uh, you know, really wasn't even expecting that, you know, it was just, uh, everything kind of fell into place for me and, uh, I just try to work my hardest to, uh, to give back. Well, and just on that note, just kind of talking about, uh, Bemidji State, like, it, this is, this'll be your third season of playing, fourth year there. And uh, just uh, what's what's the experience been like there? It's been great. Uh, you know, college hockey is obviously outstanding. It's a it's a crazy high level, and it's uh, extremely fast, very physical. And I think uh, here at Bemidji State, I learned a lot about you know playing the defensive side of the puck. And um, I think I've always been um, you know an offensive guy. And you know, when you come into a team after you haven't played for a couple of seasons, you gotta. <laughs> how many goals you're going to score so you got to be you got to be pretty good defensively and uh, you know what I, I've just kind of taken everything in and uh, you know I've learned so much it's it's a great place to be um, like I said that you know learning the defensive side of the puck and learning different aspects of the game and um, you know it's it's been a lot of fun though that's for sure and some of, what are some of the highlights so far uh, just being there I know uh, I saw a couple pictures last season you guys had an outdoor game that had to have been one of them yeah, that's uh, that's number one on the list for sure. It was uh, yeah, we played um, hockey day Minnesota a few in Bemidji. Oh, that's cool. So uh, we played uh, we played Michigan Tech at seven o'clock on the Saturday night in uh, in January. So it was extremely cold, and it was my first ever you know legitimate organized outdoor game. So it's definitely something that I'll I'll never forget. We, you know, we won the game in overtime, and our our uh, hometown Bemidji boy who was also a captain he scored the overtime game winner so oh man yeah. that's awesome <laughs> yeah you can't write it up any better than that so well, that was an unbelievable weekend and like the first time my parents saw me playing in Bemidji so they came up for that weekend and then you know my brother Tom was, was watching as well so uh yeah it was it was definitely special I mean uh just uh you know kind of you know watching the winter classic and stuff like that growing up <laughs> yeah kind of feel like a little kid getting out on the ice again for for warm up or pre game skate or even for the game, you know, it doesn't really feel like it's like it's even real. And uh, no, it was it was incredible. That's definitely the number one highlight for sure. Mm-hmm. And just uh, as far as team and team goals, uh, where are you guys at as a team, and uh, how do you see your team heading into the 2019-2020 season? It's exciting. It's, it's really exciting right now. I think uh, you know we had a big freshman class last year, and they all brought something to the table, and they all you know took on roles and. And did a great job. Uh, we have all our goalies are returning, and then we have another freshman goalie coming in, um, and then we have uh, some some D men coming in. We uh, we lost four D, uh, but you know the the guys that you know even scratched last year, or, you know not in the lineup are guys that are you know very capable of producing and uh, having great roles on our team, and it's uh, it's really exciting. I think um, I think offensively we should be able to take some some strides this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, put some put some more pucks in the net, and um, hopefully, you know, be better special teams on the on the power play. And you know, I think uh, guys are really going to fall into some roles and become more comfortable. And it's it's really exciting, especially especially for my last year. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, yeah, can't wait. And as far as roles, what uh, what what's been kind of thrust onto you? 
Yeah, I think I was I was super lucky when when I came in. The staff was really patient with me, even when I redshirted my freshman year. You know, they didn't they didn't push me too hard to get back on the ice too early, or you know, try to get clear for contact or any of that. Um, but when I started, it was uh, it was good in my sophomore year, but it was my first year playing hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I was already on uh, a top power play unit, and you know, uh, playing a lot of minutes every game, so you kind of fall into a routine and. Um, you know, I, I think I've taken over a, an offensive role, a scoring role, and, you know, I, I like to uh, produce on the power play, and, um, you know, just, uh, I think a full 200-foot game is extremely important, and, mm-hmm. you know, especially in college hockey, the game's so fast, you know, if you're turning over pucks, you're probably going to end up in your net, so you kind of got to find a balance of risk versus reward, and, you know, when I, once I get into the offensive zone, I just try to uh, put pucks to the net or use my creativity, and I think over time, I've kind of adapted into a, a power forward offensively minded player mm-hmm. um, but I mean my I think my 200 foot game's been solid too and um, continuing to build on that that's awesome and it just you're talking about being redshirted and you got to practice with the team uh, when you were a redshirt and having been one of those guys the Mr. Third goalie over here I never got to play in a game and it was always about the practice but just for you it must have really prepared you, almost. Might have, must have just allowed you to kind of hit the ground running, almost, in your first real hockey season back. No, you're exactly right. Um, and, you know, to be to be completely honest, sometimes our, our practices are probably harder than a game. That's, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> 20 guys, 18 guys on a roster, you got 27 guys that want to play every night. And, you know, guys are, guys are out there to take their job, and if you're not in the lineup, you're looking to take another guy's job. So... You know, every every puck battle, every drill, every anything. You know, you have to empty the tank 100. Uh, percent You know, or else you're you're probably not going to play on the weekend, right? So I think with the practices, they're extremely intense. And I think for the first semester, like the first half of the year, I I would go on after practice most of the time, and then I would hop in for you know a Thursday light practice and a, a Friday morning game day skate, and then the rest of the stuff I would do, I would just go it on my own, mm-hmm. and then you know I would. In December, I started practicing a couple times a week with the guys, but still wasn't cleared for contact. And then January came around the new year, and I was cleared for contact, so I was ready to jump in. And uh, again, like, the staff here has been amazing with, with me and, uh, you know, everything. So they said, you know what, start, we're not going to push you through anything. Start two, three, four practices a week, whatever you want. But, you know, no discomfort. You know, we we want to take steps forward, not steps back. And, um so I eventually worked my way out to the year, pretty much practicing every day, and obviously wasn't uh, wasn't where I needed to be. But at the same time, you know, even mentally, I think it was it was awesome for me because I got to say, hey, like I like I, I can do this, you know, like you can mm-hmm. you're scoring goals in practice, or you're making a play, or even just skating around, and it was great. And then you know, even just hanging out more in the locker room, right? Like sometimes, sometimes the funnest times about hockey are absolutely. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, the best part. Yeah, winning games and all that stuff, but hanging out with hanging out with your buddies and having all the laughs, that's that's fun too. So no, it was the red shirt year was you know, it was pivotal. It was it was perfect for me. You think it set you up for uh, just the success that we've had so far? And kind of the, even the leadership role that you you're now taking. You were you were an assistant captain last year and now being one of the guys wearing the C, that really must have set the table for you. Yeah, I think I 
I think it really opened my eyes to, you know, first of all, you can kind of sit back and, you know, watch practice and, and, and watch games. And, you know, I can watch our leading scorer and see, you know, where he goes in the ozone. And then I can also watch our shutdown centerman and, you know, watch him on faceoffs and watch him away from the puck. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like you said, you can watch, you can watch leaders, you know, how they control themselves and how they, you know, behave and, um, you know, I, I think it, it was huge and I had to, it kind of made me realize too how, how much harder I had to work because even though I was on the ice, uh, I still had a, I still had a ways to go. Um, you know, it's high tech practices and every, every guy on our team is an extremely good hockey player. So, mm-hmm. no, it definitely pushed me to, to be a lot better. Nice, nice. So as, uh, just as far as goals for this season, for your, for yourself and for the team, what, uh, what do you, kind of goals have you set? Um, it's, uh, you know, it's tough, like it's early and, um, you know, it's, you get a better picture for everything when, when the freshmen come in, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, we weren't, we were around a 500 team this year and, you know, we were just, we were way too good to, you know, to have that record that we did and, you know, losing out in the first round and that's the second year in a row that I've lost, um, that I, I've been swept first, that we've got swept first round. So, you know, I, I think realistically, we, I would, I think we should be able to, to, uh, to finish top three in the WCHA and you know what get get to that tournament whether it's you know getting a bid or 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 winning the playoffs is, is the main goal you, you want to get through by winning games not by um the bid but either way I mean I, I I think realistically we have a big shot at getting there and um personally for myself I haven't you know, really really thought about the personal goals mm-hmm. too much you know statistically wise but you know the the end goal is to just pour it out every game and do everything I can so uh, I can continue my career and hopefully have a uh, professional one. That's awesome. And that, that just kind of leads me into the next and kind of final question. I, I know hockey players don't like looking ahead, but uh, is there any looking ahead uh, just kind of as, as far as the future? I know you just mentioned maybe playing professionally. Is there something like what's on your radar? Well, I think, you know, if every hockey player, you know, you, you want to play in the NHL. That's, that's still definitely my goal. And, um, you know, I think that there's so many leagues now, there's so many different opportunities. And uh, at the end of the year, I just hope that, uh, you know, I, I can look back and say, hey, I did everything, I, I did everything, my power to set me up in the best position. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I definitely want to play professional hockey. But where it is, I, you know, I guess only time will tell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I definitely want to keep playing. And like I said, that goal is to play uh, in the NHL. And it has been ever since I was just a little guy. So, um, you know, the, and then at the same time, I also have a degree, right? So, Absolutely. Um, and what are you taking? Uh, I'm a marketing communication major. Oh, wow, smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know about that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, no, it's good. Like, it's kind of a win-win. You know, you play this competitive style of hockey and um, probably the best, you know, prep for, professional hockey in my opinion and, oh absolutely uh, at the same time you get the same time you get the degree right so it's uh no, it's super lucky and grateful to be in this position and it's uh it's great that's awesome and, and i don't th- the thing most people don't realize it's it really is a, a mature game ncaa or u sport mm-hmm. or uh, any collegiate level that like it's just such a mature game and it really does prepare you for that next level eh? oh it's uh <laughs> Yeah, it, it was an eye opener at first. I think uh, you know, first off, you're, you're 36 games. You play Friday, Saturday, pretty much. Um, you know, every week you gotta get up. I think one by every semester, but you know, it's not like you're 
playing Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, then off Thursday, and playing Friday, Sunday. Like you're you're 100. percent Everyone is completely ready for the game, and you know everyone battles so hard all week. Then you know it, it's it's awesome to let it loose on the other team, right? So <laughs> yeah, I think the maturity thing, like you said, guys are. Guys are older and guys are bigger. Like, um, you know, <laughs> the, the strength of especially defensemen, you know, you notice that right away. Yeah. Um, you know, in front of an outer battle in the corners, you really got to be aware. And, you know, at the same time, you got to work on that in the offseason to, to prepare for it. Because, you know, those guys are big and strong, but they can also move. So, um, yeah, I think it's it's unbelievable hockey for sure. That's awesome. Well, thanks for doing this. It's uh, It's been great catching up with you. No problem. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was awesome. In this section, we're going to call it shout-outs. And this is something that you, the listeners, are going to have to help me with. Put your ear to the ground. If you have a suggestion, hey, send it over to me and we'll give a shout-out to someone. But in this first episode, just off the top of my head, we're going to give a shout-out to the Simcoe Midget Baseball Team. This team has been on a tear this year. You know what? I've been hearing lots of great things about the team. Uh, Coaches Jeremy Short, Bob Dufresne, they've been doing a great job with this group of guys. And you know what? Two tournaments so far. They've won the Brantford tournament. They've won the tournament in Simcoe at home. And uh, in the regular season, they've been making a real big splash. And uh, you know what? Big shout-out to them, and keep up the great work, guys. One more team. We're going to give a shout-out to the Walsingham Senators 45-plus team. Yes, this is a team close to my heart. This is the team I play for in the summer. Don't play very often anymore, but you know what? We play in a couple tournaments, and uh, the first one, we played in was a couple weeks ago in Tilsonburg, and you know what? We got to the final, so I'm giving you guys a shout-out. <laughs> they were jo- Everybody was joking in the dugout about getting someone to cover us and taking a picture and sending it to them, but you know what? It's my podcast, so let's give a shout-out to those guys. It's a great group of guys. We have a lot of fun, super competitive, and 45-plus, <laughs> It's uh, it, uh, it really is a ton of fun, and we're going to have a great season. And one more shout-out. On June 28th to 30th, the Simcoe Braves have teamed up with the three-time International Softball Congress world champion Hill United Chiefs for the Hill United Chiefs Challenge. Folks, this ball tournament features some of the best players and best teams in the world. And you know where it is? It's at Lions Park in Simcoe. So don't you dare miss it. This is going to be amazing. As for the next podcast, it looks like you just have to wait and see who we'll have on next. While I'm here, I might as well ask you, the listeners, for your help in spreading the word about this podcast. If anyone has any story ideas or interview suggestions, or even just a shout-out, let me know. The more content, the better. And like I said at the beginning, you never know where this journey is going to take us. The best way to get a hold of me is through my email at darylsmart one at yahoo.ca or on my social medias, on Twitter or Instagram at darylsmart one or on my Facebook page. Just give me a shout, DM, anything. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your day to listen. And until next time, I'll talk to you later.